Hello and welcome to the podcast. I hope all of you are having a great day. My name is Derek Kanijo. Firstly, I want to thank all my listeners for taking the time to listen. It really means a lot. I also want to thank everyone for their comments and feedback. I think more people should have a personal podcast. For example, you can create 10 YouTube or Spotify episodes of about 5 minutes each where you just talk about who you are, what you do and your worldview. and then you can send it to clients friends or people who want to learn more about you i think it is an easy way to stand out and it is a lot of fun all right for today's episode i will be trying something different instead of talking about a particular topic i will be answering some frequently asked questions question 1 what are your thoughts on mutual funds the short answer is i am not a fan of them The main issue with mutual funds is that they are not designed to be opportunistic entities. It may be a good strategy for individuals looking for diversification, but I think it is tough to earn attractive returns in these products. Each mutual fund also has its own mandate. This means they are restricted to only buying certain things whether it makes sense or not. For example, Many fund managers are straight-jacketed by arbitrary rules such as small cap value or they can only invest in fixed income or whatever. Let's say the area they are investing in is fixed income. But if there is nothing intelligent to do in that area and the fund manager doesn't invest the money that comes in, then clients will pull their money out. To me these rules don't really make sense. but this is the way the industry operates you may see certain mutual funds with attractive recent returns or back test results those returns are misleading the portfolio returns is not the returns that investors in those funds earn this is because investors buy and sell at the wrong time when a particular fund is hot and has done well recently investors get excited and they rush in to buy and this is often when the performance of the fund is about to get worse Another problem is that there are conflicts of interest in the mutual fund business. What is good for the fund is not necessarily good for their investors. Mutual funds make money by charging fees, management fee, front end fee, back end fee, switching fee, redemption fee. You get the point. The more assets and the more funds they launch, the more fees they collect. After all these ridiculous fees, I don't think I think it's tough to earn decent returns. Here's what you can do if you are interested in buying mutual funds. Mutual funds reveal their positions. You can look up what they own and decide if their investment strategy and holdings make sense to you. A good fund manager should have a substantial percentage of their net worth invested in his or her fund. This is this way he or she is eating their own cooking. From my observations, this behavior is rare. The first rule in medicine is do no harm. I think this mantra should also applies to should also apply to areas outside of medicine. I think financial advisors, fund managers and anyone with a large following on social media should have an ethical responsibility to do no harm to their clients or to people who might be taking action based on what they say or tweet. To learn more, check out the book Where are the customers yards. All right, next question. What is my favorite movie? My favorite movie of all time is Forrest Gump. 
There is a scene in the movie where Forrest Gump receives a letter from a company that he and Lieutenant Dan invested in. The company was Apple and Forrest Gump described them as some kind of fruit company. That is one of my favorite scenes. Alright, next question. What books are you reading right now? I am usually reading more than one book at a time. There are over 20 books I have started but never got around to finishing. A book has to be really good for me to want to finish it. I am currently reading Wooden on Leadership by John Wooden. John Wooden was the head coach of the UCLA basketball team. He won 10 NCAA championships, including seven in a row. This is one of the best books on leadership that I've read. Another good book which I enjoyed is No Rules Rules by Reed Hastings. This one is about the company culture at Netflix. Next question. Are there industries you avoid investing in? There are actually many industries that I avoid. For example, I won't invest in pharmaceuticals and biotech. There are, and there are several reasons why. One of the reasons is because it requires very specialized knowledge, which I don't have. According to the FDA website, there are four stages that a drug must pass before it is approved. The probability of a drug passing all four stages is very, very small. And because the probability is small, most pharma and biotech companies must make investments in speculative R&D in order to replace off-patent drugs. Next question. What are your thoughts on SPACs? A SPAC is short for Special Purpose Acquisition Company. SPACs are basically large pools of cash listed on an exchange. Their purpose is to find a private company, buy it, and take it public. The whole thing is designed to bypass the typical IPO process. Recently, SPACs have become very popular. For various reasons, which I won't get into, I don't like them. The fact that many of them are trading above their cash value is a sign that there is a lot of froth and speculation going on. Next question. What are you watching on Netflix right now? I recently finished two documentaries, Seaspiracy and The College Admission Scandal. I found both of them to be really well made. Other than that, I am not watching anything. Next question. What do you look for in a management team? The first filter I apply is, does the CEO have talent, integrity, and a passion for the business they are running? If they do, then I will look at their track record as a business operator and assess their capital allocation skills. I also have a checklist of questions that I go through just to make sure I don't miss anything. For example, have they done anything self-serving in the past? Have they made bad acquisitions? Do they publicly admit mistakes? If there is a book, if there is a book about the industry, the company or the CEO, then I will try to read those as well. I think people give themselves away in all sorts of ways. It should be obvious if someone is exceptional. For example, it was very clear that guys like Sam Walton and Jim Sinegal were exceptional business leaders. The quality of the management team is one area that I won't compromise on. If a manager puts his hands in the shareholders' pockets once, then I think they are much more likely to do it again. By the way, I think the most important job of the board is to pick the right CEO and then make sure that he or she doesn't overreach.
I think if you're lucky enough to be selected to be on the board of a company, then you have a fiduciary duty to act in the best interest of the shareholders. They are, after all, the true owners of the company. That is all for today. Thank you all so much for tuning in.